Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. State-of-the-art technology and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Giannato and Jeffrey show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter 
on X at jwright929 ESPN. Dennis Fuller is producing the program for us. Glad that he is with us. Sitting across from me is the Kershaw Pills lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee, a top three sports columnist in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter, on X, at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. Good to be here. Another, uh, does this count as a snow, a snowy day, even though it's like bright and sunny? There's just a lot of snow on the ground still. I mean, I think you still have to count it as a snow day because you're off. A lot of people, people are off. People are still out of work and school's still out. I think you still got to count it as a snow day. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it snowed yesterday either. Yeah, and for a lot of people, it'll be a snow day tomorrow. <laughs> um, already, the, the, some of the school districts have announced uh, they're shutting things down again tomorrow. Um, but, and it's also an odd day on the sports calendar. You know, these when, this is when it gets a little clunky, right? We got nothing, no Grizzlies, no Tigers, um, you know, no, no NFL. It's kind of the lull before the big weekend. Uh, this is like a nice, I feel like right now we are in a nice preview of what February holds. Because mm. I've noticed that even in my college group chat, that's not really like the biggest college football fans. They're, they're NFL people for the most part. I've noticed everybody started the, so, uh. What shows y'all watching? Like everyone's kind of doing the, you know, we're thinking about starting up a series. Mm. That's I feel like uh, February's peak. I got to get caught up on all the TV, the movies, everything. I kind of not been watching. That's when you binge. And then when the tournament starts back up, then you get into the NBA playoffs where it's sports that you watch for the most part. Like that's mm-hmm. February feels like the key. We've got this is when we uh, watch a lot well, of Netflix. I haven't talked to you about this. I've been going through like a mini crisis at my mm. house. The TV in our main room mm-hmm. broke. It's not that old of a TV, and I, I it's a Sony. Yeah, and I called Sony, and they're like, "Yeah, it's not that old of a TV. You're still under warranty. Mm-hmm. We'll send you a new TV." I was like, "Great, this is fantastic." I, I was worried I was going to have mm-hmm. to buy a new TV. Um, Little did I know, that was like a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. Jeffrey. Uh, I still don't have a TV in my main room of my house. Yeah. Do you remember where you purchased said TV? I do. Was it Costco? Yes. And how long ago? A couple years ago. So if you're still under the warranty, you could have taken it right back to Costco. Because <sighs> the only reason why I know that is there's a difference between you and me. Mm-hmm. I had a TV that broke once upon a time. Mm-hmm. It broke it watching Hard Knocks at about, I don't know, 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. I was in Costco the next day in between the two shows. <laughs> that was not going to fly for me. Yeah, no. Well, I so had to address that issue. It's in transit. Like, you know, I've got a tracking number. It's in transit. Uh, but I still have not gotten it yet. So I've, for my sports, like I've been watching. At least there's nothing keeping people from deliveries right now. Yeah, no, 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 no the snow is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been, watch, I've been watching sports on my phone at night. That's sad. Yeah, I know. It's not. It's not. It's not been easy. Football on your phone. What was that? Remember? Was that? Was that college? Maybe when when Verizon got access to the. I could. I could watch it on my laptop sometimes for a bigger screen if I need that. But yeah, but remember that ad was like with Eli and Peyton. It was like we have a TV in the bedroom, but like at night, you know, the wife's sleeping. You can't. You can't really. That, that's it's not just so fly. sad that you only have one TV in your living room. <laughs> yes. I, just, I don't know. Like to, most people. Yeah, I don't know how to react to that. Eh. Well, 
we are going to make the most of this sports lull for you because there is plenty to talk about in anticipation. Sounds like you won't be. Well, I, I can still watch. You can still watch on your phone. It's all right. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Like that, I could have nothing. You're essentially pulling a Rob McElhaney at the Emmys. You're doing what people do in emergency situations when they're forced to be somewhere they don't want to be because mm-hmm. they're like you know yep. like it is nice to see even a guy that's worth probably I don't know fifty to a hundred million dollars he's at the Emmys because his wife made him go because mm. she wanted to be at the Emmys. It's nice to see that he's like the birds are playing. Well. We've got plenty to talk about about the Grizzlies. I've been watching the Grizzlies on my phone. Bally Sports app. We've got news. We've got news on the TV front. Remember, we've been concerned about the Grizzlies TV future, Jeffrey. And we've got news on that front. Uh, we've got Tiger basketball in action tomorrow. First time as a top ten team in uh, what fourteen years, I think. Uh, oh no, no, no! Not as a top ten team. Maybe this late. Oh, this late. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're you have to keep in two years. You, you've forgotten your own qualifiers. Yeah, no. In two years, um, I know exactly how that worked. You thought you had a stat. <laughs> thought you had a stat that worked, and then you realized like they were number nine. We're like, running with yeah, it, Jeffrey. Uh-huh, yeah. You just got to say it confidently. That's the, that's the important part. No, um, but uh, and then uh, so we'll talk Tigers. We'll talk Grizzlies. Uh, David Cobb will join us at two forty or so. Talk to him, Alabama, running out of players, Jeffrey, um, in football. Um, it's okay. Their coach can just grab some from a few other teams. <laughs> well, well, David Cobb covers college sports for CBSSports.com. We'll talk to him. And uh, 3 o'clock or so, we'll get into the list. Got a big NBA trade. The trade deadline started early this year, it appears. Kind of like it. It seems like Toronto certainly started selling early. Remember, we've had a couple before this, too, and now a big Toronto trade. Pascal Siakam's on the move. Was it the previous trade to Toronto? Was it sell-off? Oh, yeah, OG and an Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's them. It's them, not us. Uh, But uh, we'll talk that in the list. Um, And then uh, maybe talk about NFL playoffs, the latest developments there. So, lots. Uh, Quickly before we get going, Mm -hmm. so for those that – were on Sunday like me when you didn't know what to do with yourself when the Bills game had gotten postponed. Yeah. They re-aired last year's AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Mark, it drew 4.6 million people. A re-air. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's like double what a big college basketball game gets. Triple. <laughs> it's like one and a half is, to two million that for is a big one college the, basketball That would be game. like the biggest college football game of the week. On a typical week. Like on Four? A, no, biggest college football game. No, like, like on a non, on a non, like not the Ohio State Michigan game, but like you know October twelfth. I got you. That's like a a four point four point six million would be like one of the bigger games. Yeah. Well, <laughs> power of the NFL. So we'll talk. Then we certainly will talk NFL playoffs. But let's uh, let's start things off with a little buy sell short or go to Reddit. It's that time on 92.9's Giannato and Jeffrey show, where we either buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. All right, I'm going to start you off with a curveball here that we didn't talk about before the show. All right. Um, But the Grizzlies are important to this show, and so is TV. TV is very important to this show. And... The Grizzlies. Really not important enough to you. Well, I'm disgusted. <laughs> you could have literally just gone back to Costco, and they would have been like, "All right, here, go get the new Sony." But I would have had to have the receipt. I couldn't find the receipt. <laughs> think, okay. Well, nonetheless, um, oftentimes they're like, "You sure you bought it here?" Like, "Yep, good enough for us." <laughs> well, let's start 
with this because the news today is that Diamond Sports Holdings, I believe is what it's called. Um, Diamond Sports Group. Diamond Sports Group. Um, I think, yeah, Diamond Holdings is, I think, the thing that owns the Redbirds, maybe. Diamond Sports announced today it will partner with Amazon as part of a restructuring agreement. As the, um, And so this is important because Diamond They're, Sports owns so Valley let, Sports. Let's, Amazon is becoming a minority investor. Yes. Um, Amazon is becoming a minority investor. Uh, and so Diamond has been in bankruptcy proceedings uh, <laughs> over the last, uh, I think it was... I think last March, it says here, they've been in bankruptcy pr- proceedings since then. Um, so this is Amazon coming to the rescue. And as part of this, from what the, what I gathered from this is essentially you'll still be able to get Grizzlies games on your cable provider if you want. But now you'll also be able to, act, rather than getting like the Bally Sports app on your phone or on your TV or whatever, you'll just get it, Grizzlies through an extra payment to Amazon Prime. So I've read two different versions and the way that I understand it is Amazon will now be the streaming home. So if you want yeah. if you do not if you are a streamer, you don't have to like you said, you don't have to purchase the Bally Sports Premium, whatever. Yeah. You're probably just gonna pay an extra amount to Amazon Prime. That's un it's unknown. Yeah. You have to have an Amazon at the minimum, it's like when we watch Thursday night football. Yes. You have to minimum, have Amazon. My guess is though for and, this, you'll pay an extra but fee. Everything I've read said it's unclear. The expectation is probably yes. Yeah. It, I would say if you've if you've done the Apple TV Plus with MLS, yeah, it's gonna be something similar to that, right? Where you like you you might have Apple TV. They're Plus, gonna say you're, they're gonna if say you want to watch. Yes, that is hundred bucks for the whole season. It still seems to me though, from everything I've it'll read, be cheaper. Oh yeah, no, it'll definitely be cheaper mm-hmm. than Bally's. There's yes. no question on that because yeah. in the end, they're viewing it as they're trying to get you to buy. They're just trying to get you to buy everything else from Amazon. It's like it's mm-hmm. a it's a gateway, mm-hmm. but. The other thing that, I'm, that I was trying to say is it seems to me that Diamond is still going to have the ability to sell the package to linear providers, so gotcha. linear carriers, so DirecTV, Comcast, whatever, yeah, the AT&T, same way. Now, Xfinity, yeah. there will also be the question of whether or not, like, eh, do we really want to do that? All right, so buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. This is about the best outcome we could have expected from this whole TV snafu with the Grizzlies. Okay, I'm going to short this. And here's why I'm going to short this. I don't necessarily disagree. Mm-hmm. I still think it's overvalued. I think there's a lot of reaction. Like, oh, it's Amazon, good. all right. Good. We trust them. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I actually think there was a couple of outcomes that could have been better. I actually would have preferred, I can't believe I'm saying this, I would have preferred if ESPN would have just ended up getting it. And it went on Plus? Correct. Like we already, just, Most of us already have Plus. I mean, you and I have talked about this. You are you still watch the Caps. Not as religiously as you once did, but you yeah. you will still keep up. If they were yeah. better, you'd be watching more. Agreed? Yes. I, I still watch I've, occasionally. I've dabbled into hockey recently. Mm-hmm. ESPN Plus's hockey package is fantastic. Yeah. Like you literally you get, get a lot of bang for your buck. Yes, yeah. and you're not paying extra. Yeah, you're not doing like it's just it's no, there. I just have it because I have ESPN Correct. Plus to watch Tiger stuff mostly. Correct, and I mean if you have like the bundle, even if you have like the whatever the Hulu Disney Disney Plus, Plus all that bundle, it's almost like they keep packaging 
things that you want to watch into、uh-huh. one fee, and you can. I can't wait till they actually start claiming they've reinvented television. When really, like that, that's all they're doing. Yeah. So, th- the reason why I say I'm shorting this is it still seems to me like this is going to be a similar model to where you're going to be paying your Amazon Prime subscription is not going to cover this. Like, you're still going to have to pay another premium if you want it. And I think there was a universe where you could have probably, you probably could have gotten all of this. Like, you would have, I would have, it seems to me also that on Prime, you're not going to be able to get every Bally's. It seems like you're going to be able to get, it's like, it's very similar to, you're, if you want to buy League Pass, you can buy League Pass and still watch everybody else's. But I don't think you're going to be able to just get Prime and then have essentially half of NBA League Pass. Yeah, I think that's, I would guess the league would push back on that, right? I would think so, but at the same time, I don't think League Pass has done particularly well. I'm noticing a lot of, I'm noticing a lot of League Pass uh, uh, premium, a lot of, lot of really good deals right now if you want to go get some League Pass. Yeah. Well, I'm going to buy this because, just because I was kind of terrified this was going to be like a disaster, like where the Grizzly, like, There was a doomsday scenario in my mind where Bally's goes under and the Grizzlies and the NBA decides not to step in with TV rights. And like the Grizzlies basically have to run their own TV rights. Yeah. Which would have been a disaster, I think. Like an NBA team is not necessarily equipped to handle that, that heavy of a burden, essentially. Yeah. I you know? agree. And like essentially start their own TV network in some ways.、Um, I don't even think it's essentially. Yeah. It's. And so I look at it, I buy this from that prism of not only did you avoid that, but I think if you were someone who was getting Bally Sports, having to, you were getting this Bally Sports app. Like the only, you, the only reason you were getting Bally Sports was to get these Grizzlies games. You know, you, you weren't getting、yeah. it as part of your cable package. For the people, the, the cord cutters who were doing that, I think it's going to be significantly cheaper than that. You know, I would also argue this if you want, if you do want to buy it. I think not having to use the Bally Sports app alone、mm-hmm. is a win. And、Anyone、like Amazon is a much more reliable product.、Um, I think you'll, if you price point this correctly, I think you could grow the fan base a little bit because there'll be people who. I don't even know if it's just to grow the fan base. It's grow the viewership. Grow, grow the investment. You know what I mean? Like, the, there's viewerships, pe- how I would say. There's people I know who are cord cutters who, like, they, they're just not going to pay $20 a month or whatever it is for Bally Sports just to watch the Grizzlies. They're not that into the Grizzlies. But if you were just like, hey, like, you know, it's like $100 for the season, you know, you have to pay Amazon $100, right? Wouldn't you think that's the price point?、Um, I think. I think you have to phrase it differently. I think 50, you,、yeah, maybe no, like, no, I think you got to do the、eh, for $4.99 a month. $4.99 a month for the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. For the whole year. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, or, yeah, know, like that. yeah. That's $60. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the, you're thinking $5 a month is the price, the right price point. I'm just saying, like, I know how like, Amazon does it. They break it down. Like, all these online things are for just $5 bucks a month. And then you realize when you get to it, it's like, It's a one time payment of 70 bucks or whatever it is. You、yeah. know what I mean? Like, plus tax. Like, that's how they're going to have to do it. So, essentially, you're kind of getting around the same, getting around to the same number. Well, I'm just buying this because I think we're going to have reliable ways to watch the Grizzlies moving forward. And I, I, that was a good outcome for me. Y'all will. 
<laughs> what? Y'all will have more reliable ways. I've, I've been here. If you had linear TV, you've had. Well, I have. I have. I've, I'm I, just saying. I'm not. I'm not. Say, I'm not going to go get the Amazon. For all, I'm going to stick with all, my cable. I'm sticking with everyone, my cable. Everyone that makes fun of direct, we're, we're both cable guys. No, that's what I'm here. saying. We, we're both cable. Everyone guys. likes to make fun of like we're in the Stone Age. How many times you and I had to worry about the Bally Sports app? Watching Grizzlies games. No, the last week and a half I've had to. Well, that's on you. <laughs> that's, again, that's a you problem. If you would have just gone straight to Costco like I did, you wouldn't have been without television for more than 18 hours. All right, let's let's go on the court All right. for this next buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit with the Grizzlies. All right, big story is continues to be Gigi Jackson. Now Draymond Green spent part of his podcast talking about Gigi, told, told a nice yarn. <laughs> Jeffrey, about how uh, Gigi at uh, halftime sought out Steph Curry to tell him that he had uninvited him to his Steph Curry camp once upon a time. Draymond did leave out the key detail of Gigi Jackson, because Gigi Jackson told this story at his post-game press conference after the game, the detail of that Gigi Jackson got uninvited because he reclassified and went to South Carolina a year early and he so he wasn't eligible to be at the Steph, Steph Curry camp because he was no longer a high school prospect. Right. Um and so uh left that key detail part that key detail presented it as if Gigi Jackson was like felt disrespected by mm-hmm. Steph Curry when in fact I got the sense Gigi Jackson was literally going up to him in reverence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh so uh but nonetheless Gigi Jackson Continues to be a popular topic coming off of those back-to-back performances, but especially the one he he put on against Golden State. And it's got people dreaming, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. It's got people dreaming because he's, you know, he's got the pedigree. This is not your typical this is not your typical two-way. I, I don't even know if I'd necessarily say pedigree. You know what it is. He's got the look, pal. He's got the look. You're right. He's got the look. God. Damn, he looks good. And then you can talk, you go, well, he's number one recruit. Like, only a couple years ago, this guy was the number one recruit in his class. I mean, come on. Um, So here's here's my buy, sell, sure to go Reddit. This moment right here, these last few days, will be remembered as the start of Gigi Jackson becoming an important long-term piece for the Memphis Grizzlies. Pretty lukewarm. Important long-term piece? Yeah, yeah. Fine. He's going to... This is the start of Gigi Jackson being on the roster for a couple of years. Like, this will be remembered. Fire the take. This will be remembered as the What's start. It? Hold on. What is the take that you want to discuss? Because that's not Buy, a sell, take. sure to go to Reddit. Gigi Jackson will be the long-term wing for the Memphis Grizzlies. This will be remembered the start of that. I am gonna the, s- the wing they have never been able to find. I want to sell it. I want to short it. I think I just want to sell it. Mm. And I'd like, here's the reason I want to sell it. I can get decent value right now. There's enough people out there that buy that, that want to hold that, and I can get done with it. And in the the case that I'm wrong, I can still enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, good for him. Like, that's great. How many true second rounders? wind up being, like, not just NBA starters, but the type of player that, like, the type of player that he's kind of getting discussed with is borderline all-star. Agreed? Um, so here's some examples, I guess, I would give you. 
Draymond Green. Different position. Continue. Um, Marcus All. Different position. Biggs. Manu Ginobili. Okay. I'll take it. Um, International, though. Chris Middleton. Okay. Gilbert Arenas. All right. Um, we're also still kind of in that, we're in that territory of, it's, it's, these are a while ago. Yeah, Jokic was a second round pick. Big. Um, Millsap, Paul Millsap. Okay. Um, let's see here, Tony Kukoc. Okay, but you see, you see the problem that I'm saying is like a lot no, of these not, guys, are, it's, a lot I mean, of these guys are a while Dil- ago. Dylan Brooks was a second round pick, but you're trying to replace him. Yeah, uh, I actually think he has a higher. I don't know. Like, it, Does Dylan Brooks a, turn out to be a pretty good no, second no, round pick? No, you know, I'm in, I'm in agreement. If he turned out to have Dylan Brooks's career, I would say that's successful. If I gave Gigi Jackson, hey buddy, in four years you're going to make ninety million dollars, he would have that same look that he had when Shaq said, "This is Shaq." <laughs> like he, that that would be a hell of a career. Still think we're pretty early on this. No, it's a, yeah, I, this, this is a people, tough one. Feels like a lot of people put the cart before the horse. This is a tough one. Um, I see. I think if I could have lawyered you and made it, he's going to get the chance to be the long term yeah, win because I, I, I do I, think I, he's going to get yeah, the chance to be the long term. I, I know how you play the game, um, but I think I'm with you. I think I'm going to ultimately. Ah. Oh, this is tough. Because here's the biggest problem. Part of why he is, right now, playing so well is he's shooting 47% from three. No, it's new. Like, teams don't know. Like, teams haven't gotten a good scout on him yet. He's going to have to adjust to that. The 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 reason why I think he invokes so much hope, though, is I know you didn't – you the pedigree part, I think, excites people in that. I don't think it's that. I think it's look. It's size, length. It's not necessarily – not that's enough. The thing. That's what I'm saying, enough, though. He was an elite people, prospect, but not enough people know that. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Look, re, the, the look, pedigree, it all kind of fits I mean, together saying, in terms. Literally, of, the people that are getting excited just sit there and look and go, "That guy looks like an NBA guy." Yeah, that's what people. And he's are, hitting shots. Correct. Um, and so you no, you're right. It's the odds tell you they're against him. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to say Gigi Jackson. Ultimately, I'm just telling you right now, you are getting, you are not getting a great price. He gives me, I know, I'm not getting a great price, but I'd rather be right than wrong. And I, I think, I think he's going to get the chance to. You want to go buy some apple stock today? That look. Is that we're going to go do? Because <laughs> he has that look of like I, I get Michael Porter Jr. vibes. Maybe that's the comp. I feel I'm, like I'm about to be like Bobby Axelrod. Was it season one? Really? I ask for ideas, and you come in and say, "Go buy some apple." Really, that's your idea? <laughs> well, what do you want me to do? Sell it when I like? I actually kind of believe in this guy. I like the fact that he was an elite prospect in high school who made a mistake. Probably went to college a year early. Like if he decided to take a bunch of money in NIL from South Carolina, it sounds like, and he was the only guy on that team. And so, and he was a seven. Could he have, could he have done overtime elite? Yes, he could have done any of that stuff. Or what? No, what no, he whatever. was supposed to go to UNC. What's, what's the one now? The, what's the G League one? G, oh, League, Ignite. G League Ignite. 
Would you have to be 18 to do that one? He might have been. Yeah, you might have been. I think because I, I don't know. Being... It seems like to me the safest way to do that is go to the NBA G League. It seems like that protects your stock. Whatever Correct. you are, you don't. I, you don't. I don't necessarily think you rise, but you don't fall. Like Scoot Henderson, like just maintained yes. it there, and yeah, no, they do. I think you because the way they play in the G League, you're going to be able to get some buckets. You know what I mean? So you can. Well, look. And it just <laughs> seems like that they are commit. If they invite you to that, like they're committed to protecting you. Yeah. Um, no, that's 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 fair. No, I think he made obviously a poor decision because a lot of people seem to think if he was a freshman at UNC this year, like he was supposed to be, even if he had like an average year at UNC in this draft, he'd be a first round pick. Yeah, but doesn't that also speak to most this people? This people thinks this draft stinks. Yeah, no, no, it does. But and it seems like. I do think there was a pro- I think there's a legitimate problem. I don't think the the 17 year olds that keep reclassing to try and go get some money up front, like it's fine. But I do think we'll look back in 10 years and realize, like draft wise, that wasn't best for those kids because you're just not ready. I think at that. No, you should if you're if you're that type of prospect, it's better to go to like one unless of these you're prep Le- schools. Unless you're LeBron, go to like IMG. If like you if the if you're trying to like you know get to the pros quicker, it's it's as a 17-year-old, it's better to go to like IMG or one of the Mount Vare, one of yeah. those those types of situations. Um, prolific. Yeah, prolific prep, maybe. I don't know if that's still around or oh, not. Oh, yeah, they, they were on TV the other day. Okay, I was flipping yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. they're still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, they're getting, what was it, Bates Fundamentals? Is that still a thing? <laughs> I no, don't know the no, answer not. to that. I don't no. know the answer to that. But. Awesome. But it's exciting with Gigi Jackson. He's like, he's like he's been like one of the stories in the NBA the last couple days. Um, yeah, no, I'd agree. It's it's been uh, also remarkable say about where we are in the NBA right now. Yeah, that's fair. Half it's the midway point, Jeffrey. Because yeah. tomorrow they play um, in Minnesota tomorrow. We get another TNT game. Grizzlies back to back TNT games, I believe. Right. Um, against Minnesota, uh, and that'll be the halfway point of the season. Yep, that'll be the forty-first game. So, well, no, I mean, don't they? It's the, Jeff. We we're looking it up today. They leave here, and you go to Minneapolis. Is it Minneapolis, Toronto, Chicago, or Minneapolis, Chicago, Toronto? I think it's Chicago, Toronto. And I looked it up. Like you're literally like going to the same temperatures. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, like, it's, Minneapolis it's, is it's not co- like it's warmer here though. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. no, no, like Minneapolis is colder today, <laughs> but the other two were like pushes, push. Like it was even. Oh, uh, that's horrible. That's that's just. There's nothing worse than that feeling of getting in your car, and you see the temperature, and you're like, "Is my car broken?" And then you're like, "No, no, that's just how it's just it's ten. It's miserable." Uh, all right, I got last buy, sell, shorter, go to right, Reddit. What do you let's, got for let's me? switch course to Tiger basketball. All right. They play at FedEx Forum tomorrow against USF on a ten game winning streak, and. After their uh, win- hang on, plus, oh, uh, that smell. The only thing, the only holdup is a Thursday. Yeah, no, I feel I, like Thursdays. Are Thursday actual, is it's Thursdays like an actual. That's oh, AC's. Yeah. That's like the yeah. AC's. That's, that's their that's, window. That's their window. On yeah. A, hold on, let me. Uh, I mean, uh, just USF smells like a pluser. <laughs> Let's see here, USF. Of course, I guess you can make the argument they all smell like plusers right yeah, now. Everything other like, than FAU, it's like that eh, smells like plus. Maybe SMU because yeah. they're going to the yeah. ACC. Yeah. You know, they got they throw them. ESPN's above. trying to build that brand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. Whoa, ESPN. Period. We're on the main ESPN tomorrow. Really? 
Yes. Oh, I guess they have the. I guess they tip. have both. That makes Early sense. tip, six p.m. tip. Okay. All right. Yeah. On national right. TV, baby. I see they're giving the legacy AAC programs the ESPN <laughs> spot. Because USF yeah. is not great this year. No, but it's a legacy. <laughs> legacy brand. New coach. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the, the Tigers are in action. But since their last win over Wichita State, Jason Munns over the Commercial Appeal reported about the situation with Jordan Brown, where he tried to come back to the team late last week. Hold on. I just thought of a theory, though. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and look. I feel like Penny does the move where he plays too many guys on plus games. I'm wondering if there's a because Wichita State linear TV, mm-hmm. real national yeah. broadcast. Yeah, there was no screwing around there. <laughs> that was well, no. So Penny actually talked about this on the radio mm-hmm. when I was listening. It's road games. He doesn't play a lot of guy uh, guys in guy, road bring, games. It's like bringing the bringing the run game. Like yeah, you bring your a, run game and your like defense. He was asked by Wolo okay. about playing Pierre and Sharon Fon right. before the game. Okay, and he said he was like, "Well, it's still, a road game. It's a road game. Still Whoa. valuable information for those of us yes. out there. Yes, we like Tigers on the road. Okay, continue. Yeah. Um, yes, but so since that game, it came out before the game on Friday. There was a players only meeting involving Jordan Brown. And the word that got back to Munns was that players initially balked at the idea of bringing him back. He missed ten. He'd he'd missed the entire winning streak. He left right after they lost to Ole Miss and missed the entire ten game winning streak. Jordan Brown did and wanted to rejoin the team. But it appears based on Penny's comments, Penny's not opposed to him rejoining the team at the very least. No, um, I mean I don't think this even gets brought up if he were opposed to it. Yes. But as of now, he didn't make the trip to Wichita, and we've heard nothing in terms of him rejoining the team as of now. Um, but Penny still has left the door open. So buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit, Jeffrey. Memphis should bring back Jordan Brown. I mean, I'm going to be consistent on this. I'm selling this just straight mm-hmm. up. Like, I I don't understand the point of this. Like, to me, the 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 risk far outweighs the reward. Like when we talk about what is the scenario, like we think of, well, maybe if you get into a slow it down game where you need a back to the back post player, fine. Like that. How many of those are on the schedule? Like I just, to me that this, this does not, this does not feel like a situation where it's worth the trouble. And on Monday, I'd even asked Seth about this and Seth made Largely the same point that we had talked about on Monday. But it's like, okay, whose terms is he coming back on? Mm-hmm. And that seems very unclear. Because I think it's real easy to say, I promise to do better. And then when you get your second or third straight game of playing four minutes a half at most, mm-hmm. like, what's the reaction? Like, I, I just, to me, this just feels like a lot more trouble. That, and trouble that's what, not necessary. What if I changed it to Jordan Brown will return to the... Memphis basketball team. Buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. I think, obviously, I got to buy that. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I mean, we we started with the premise, right? <laughs> Whose idea was this? We can... Uh, I'll speculate. This <sighs> smells like a penny move. And who's the head coach? I don't know. I don't know whose idea, who's pushing it. Because I think... I, I, I this don't, ha- let me just say this. This has the hallmarks of a penny move. I I will say this. I'm buying that he will 
eternity. <laughs> well, we both did. Yeah. Um, I think it has to be, though, with the players voting him back. I, I just don't think you can bring him back if the players I mean, don't want him back. You can spin it however you want. They told us the players wanted Imani back, too. Yeah. Monty came back. I'm still not convinced they had, they had a team vote. Or it's a lot like, you know, it's as Stalin once said, you can hold all the elections you want. doesn't mm-hmm. matter who votes. It matters who counts the votes. I just think when you judge, when you, like, I've watched Penny for a long time, dating back to the AAU days. Like, he adds, he added player, you know, like, I know it's not AAU, but, like, I think he's comfortable with. He added a big three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, like, I think he views this differently than most anyone else, and I think he... And for the record, I was cool with Tomlin. Yeah, I... It's... The, uh, the problem is the bringing guys back. That's... I don't... I, I, nec- I don't necessarily care about the yeah. ads. Yeah. It's the, you got rid of a guy because his attitude stunk. Well, let's be fair. I think Jordan Brown just left. I don't think Penny got rid of Jordan Brown. I think Jordan Brown left. And that's I, what I, that's what complicates I th- it. I think his teammates might have made him leave. <laughs> What I think, I think it's a lot like uh, it's a lot like when the popular kid goes like I'm leaving school. Well, it's it was just because it, it was ultimately like you knew in the moment he. I thought it, he would. I thought he would come to this realization quicker than he did. Like I thought it would take a game or two for him to realize I don't really have any other options. But I mean, to I'm, play basketball. I'm going to make the same this. point Seth made. It's his fourth school. Yeah. At a certain point. The track record tells you. Yeah, I wouldn't take him back. I think you just get, you got you got you got your guys now. I don't and you go with it. I don't see a scenario. It would be one thing if it'd be one thing if this team was short in the front court. And not- now, what happens? What happens? What, let's say let's say tomorrow. I I I don't want to wish this upon anyone. Let's say one of the bigs gets hurt tomorrow night or sat or Sunday it, against Tulane. Does your does that change your mind? Not really. No. No, because then you would be sh- kind of short on bigs. I mean, if, if one guy got hurt, so you have Jordan, Tomlin, Malcolm, Walton. But like Walton is not a great. Well, it's more of a like, flexish. Like, not like, really. Yeah, I don't. I like how this team looks for the most part. It'd be like honestly, what you'd do is you'd play David Jones as a small ball four. That's what you would do. Right, you'd play. You'd be like him and Walton, and I just don't understand why we're seeing that this team is at their best when they play with some pace and flow. Like I just it feels like a lot of trouble for something that's not that doesn't help them play their best. Yeah, it's it would be a luxury, a fourth big, um, and I think the way they're going about it with the players. Hopefully, deciding that's the right way to go about it. Yeah, and, I, 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 but I think I think ultimately, I bet you he's on the team. We both just did. I, I, All right, let's take a break. When we come back, David Cobb's going to join us. We'll talk college basketball and football with him next, right here, Giannato and Jeffrey, ninety-two-nine FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Program is brought to you by Birdies, located at 493 South Main Street, Suite 101. Birdies is a new indoor golf simulator concept located in the historic South Main District, of downtown. They have three golf simulators, a virtual putting course, as well as a full-service bar and a great menu. For anything like me and you want to work on your golf game, but you absolutely do not want to go outside in this weather, Birdies is a tremendous spot to go and check out. You can play one of 600 courses worldwide on their simulators, all the while while watching your favorite game. Visit their website, golfatbirdies.com golfatbirdies.com to reserve your hitting bay today makes for a great group outing or just an opportunity to go work on your game by yourself. Doesn't matter what your experience level is, all the way from a beginner up to an expert working on all the ball speed, swing path, all the information that you need. Golf at birdies.com, golf at birdies.com. David Cobb is, of course, a college basketball and football writer for CBS Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at David W. Cobb. Cobb. This is a question that uh, Calkins asked me this morning that I was super prepared for, so you get to be just as prepared for it, too. Who's the best college basketball player in the state of Tennessee? Is it Dalton Connect or David Jones? Oh, as of late, it is Dalton Connect. My man my man has been going off 35-plus, two games in a row, stuff that hadn't been done in Tennessee since Bernard King, so... David Jones is pretty solid, but uh, I don't see him up in the first round of the NBA mock draft like I see Dalton Connect. Is is Tennessee for real? I mean, they're like they're ranked top what top six or six in the country right now, right? Yeah, it, it, they are because not just because of Dalton Connect, and I wrote about this on Saturday. He's great, and Rick Barnes deserves a lot of credit for letting him be great. But uh, what makes this Tennessee team different fundamentally? is the fact that it actually plays a little bit faster than it has in years past. When they just wanted to suffocate the life out of you defensively, which they they still do, but now they're going up tempo. They're not playing two bigs as much either, which uh, it lets the Kai Ziegler penetrate and then kick the neck or or whatever. So they just modernized their offense a little bit, which they so desperately needed to do. And because they've done that, uh, yeah, I do. I think they're legit. I think they've got a chance to, uh, to be uh, the, the, the team that makes the deepest run so far of Rick's tenure there. 
Why should I believe? Because I do agree with you. When I watch them play, it's like, oh, they yesterday they had a possession against Florida where it's like they just got the ball through the net, and like they were. It looked like we were watching an NBA game, like they were running it up the floor, got like a quick layup, and I'm like, well, I've never seen Tennessee do that. But mm-hmm. I, I, admittedly, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in the mode of I gotta, I gotta see it in March because we know that we they've proven they can be a one of the best SEC teams in the regular season. No, that's fair. That's absolutely. I mean, that's that is his Rick Barnes's reputation at Tennessee now, and that's Tennessee's reputation, honestly, predating Rick Barnes. I mean. Uh, this is a program that has been past the Sweet 16 one time. That was under Bruce Pearl. They made the Elite Eight. Uh, they've never been to a Final Four. And so Tennessee basketball's had some good regular season uh, triumphs over the years. I mean, Ray Mears had it going, and uh, Jerry Green had some real talent. Kevin O'Neill was there. You go to Bruce, you go to Rick. They, they, Tennessee's been a, a top half of the SEC regular season basketball program for like 50 years, uh, but they've never done it in March. So that's that's a completely fair criticism. And, and I don't know if, uh, you know, it's just luck of the draw once you get there. So, um, But this team is better prepared, better equipped than some of its most recent predecessors. I'll never forget that Elite Eight game. Your boy was calling a Sunday afternoon Pepperdine baseball game and I had the brought your boy might have had money on Tennessee, and I had my computer open, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's just watching the he's watching the live stats." Nope, <laughs> calling a baseball game while betting on a college basketball game. And that's multitasking that's, at its finest. That's, You're also the problem with our generation. Yes, Jeffrey. I know. I'm multi. I, I can't believe I've ADHD. Who would have ever? <laughs> who would have ever thought that? Right, <laughs> you were. You're preparing for your professional yeah, career. Well, listen, y'all want to know how I'm good at watching TV? Yeah. Um, David, I'm curious what you think of Memphis in that same sort of uh, narrative, if you will. Uh, Are they for real? Like, what do you believe in Memphis uh, as a legitimate, you know, is let's say let's say it like this as a team that it can accomplish what it's setting out to, to do, which is set itself up with like a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. Do you think they can get that done? I mean, if, if if all you're going off of is Ken Palm, then then no. <laughs> I mean, Ken Palm's got them all the way down at 46, which is mind blowing considering the quality of uh, resume they built during the non-conference and the fact that they just keep winning. Uh, yeah, I, I think I am a believer in Memphis. One, I mean, I've, they're they're going to be in the in the NCAA tournament. All right, like that's almost a foregone conclusion, right? That the bottom could always fall out, but in all likelihood, they're going to be in the dance, okay? And once you get to the dance, what is it about? It's about having good guard play, and it's about having veterans and, and, and size and stuff. And so, I mean, Memphis has everything that you look for when you're filling out your bracket uh, on Selection Sunday. So, I mean, I know it hasn't been pretty as of late, but this is a team with no continuity from a year ago. It's still going to be developing chemistry over these next couple of months. And then once, once they get to the dance – uh, they've got the type of roster that that you always lean toward. Yeah, the one thing I worry a little bit is if there is going to be some Gonzaga in it. Where, the, but they've done a good job of playing close games, even when they shouldn't have. Like figuring out ways. Like I do wonder though if the lack of quality competition, and then you ramp it up, and you your every team's going to be a quality team in the tournament. Like I wonder about that a little bit, but there's no way. There's no way to I get around that. I think they'll benefit from the fact that they're pr- there's a decent chance they're going to play FAU three times in three weeks. I think that's well, probably fair at the end of the, the season. It's not like Gonzaga hasn't had any NCAA tournament success. No, they, no. 
they, they, they've not won the national title and had that ultimate breakthrough under Mark Few, but this year's team being an exception, the last several years, I mean, they've advanced beyond the first weekend of the NCAA tournament after playing a weak conference schedule like what Memphis is going through now. So, I mean, I, I think Memphis showed me everything I know, need to know about, about them during the non-conference. And then to a certain extent, because of the caliber of the opponent in the AAC, you you just sort of um, are, are willing to overlook some things, to be honest, um, because, you know, what they did against Michigan, Arkansas, VCU, A&M, those types of teams, but that's, that's kind of how I, how I uh, identify this Memphis team and what they are. Right now, when you look at the SEC, who, who stands out to use the class of the league? Well, Auburn does. Uh, they, they don't have, like, that big-time, like, marquee victory yet, necessarily, but they look really, really good. They score a ton. They're super deep. Uh, they play defense. Like, there are no weaknesses, really, on, on this Auburn team. So, uh, kind of a surprise, because nobody really had Auburn in the top three or four preseason, but to me, they look like the best team in the SEC. What have you made of Kentucky so far? Uh, it's it's impressive the fact that Calipari has been able to assemble such a good team with so many freshmen in this era. I picked them sixth because I was like, this team is way too reliant on freshmen, but the freshmen have been ready. And then Antonio Reeves and, and Trey Mitchell have been awesome. So, I mean, this was like, you guys thought, thought Penny took it down to the wire, you know, with the roster and, and, you know, things being in flux into May and June. I mean, Kentucky did too because – there was a minute there where Antonio Reeves was trying to graduate and transfer. Uh, Trey Mitchell didn't come along until after Bob Huggins got fired at West Virginia. And uh, yeah. for a minute there, I mean, it looked like Aaron Bradshaw might not play either. So there, there was a scenario in mid-June maybe where Kentucky looked dire. But it's all kind of worked out for him from a roster standpoint, and they're making the most of it. In fairness, Penny took it to December with Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, still, he's probably still trying to find people <laughs> as we speak. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, to bring, you should mention that. Yeah, trying to bring back Jordan Maybe Brown. Jordan Brown's coming back. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, we're not joking, by the way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's the, the. You should. You should read Jason Munz's latest story at commercialplay.com. <laughs> Your um, successor. Is he, is he still sick or what's the? What, I mean, well, we never got clear. We never. We never found out if 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 it cleared up, but yeah. yeah. It must not be contagious. Must be wor- must, yeah, it must be worse than a common cold. Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, it's going around. Um, wanted to switch course to football here. Um, Alabama has lost, it seems like, half its team since Nick Saban. Half its team of recruits <laughs> since Nick can, Saban Can left. we all agree it is funny watching Alabama go through the same thing like every other program goes through, and they don't know what to do with themselves? Like, this is wrong! <laughs> But yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not apologizing for thinking that's funny. Yes, I, I, I love it. <laughs> but it does feel to me that this scenario that's playing out, which I'll be honest, I didn't foresee this type of exodus happening right away. Maybe like a year from now, I could see it happening. But this plays to Kalen DeBoer's like biggest weakness. Like his biggest weakness, it would seem, going into this job is as player getter, so to speak. Um, I'm a little concerned about how this is going. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is how it was inevitably going to this was what was inevitably going to happen, but it feels like where where are they going to get new guys? The portal's well, closed. Yeah, that's the problem is is the only reason the portal's never closed for the record. The portal we got to wait till after spring. God, we all agree. The portal may be closed in name only. Well, no, it reopens for a week after yeah, uh-huh. spring. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Right, right. But you're not going to get the amount of talent entering the portal post-spring as you did post 
season. Yeah. So, and most most of the best players have already committed. So it's a tough spot for Alabama. Although I want to push back against one thing. I've seen this idea floating around out there today that making the playoff was so bad for Alabama because it, quote, delayed Nick Saban's retirement. I've seen a few people with this take today. I don't believe that because even if Alabama had been left out of the college football playoff, they still would have been invited to a bowl game. And I don't think Nick Saban would have retired before the bowl game. So they'd be in the exact same situation, even if they hadn't made the playoff. So mm-hmm. this idea that, oh, we got to fix the system because you get penalized for making the playoff and all this, I think that's garbage. And, uh, I mean, Alabama is just now confronting the reality that the rest of college football has been living in for, for, for a long, long time. So It's the uh, one way in which Saban miscalculated this, to be quite honest. He didn't want any – I understood. He did not want, like, the fanfare that Coach K had or any – like, I imagine if in your scenario, if they had just gone to a bowl game, he would not have wanted to make the entire lead-up to the bowl game about him retiring, even though, looking back, the move – would have probably been to announce if you're trying to tr- if you're trying to avoid this happening the players transferring it's announcing it like you know at the beginning of December but it, so it, you to, get some time to get things together but to counter that they wouldn't have been able to have DeBoer in place still until after the national championship they would have that That's would have true. happened prior to signing day so it's uh, it, there's no good time yeah. really to do it and so I I mean I think Alabama. Uh, it's good for Alabama that the playoff is expanding to 12 next season because there's no way uh, Alabama would make a four-team playoff next year, but they could still have enough talent once they clean up in the spring portal window to uh, to make a 12-team playoff. And I mean, that's going to be Kalen DeBoer's best friend for his first couple of years because uh, this is not going to be an overnight uh, transition where they are just right back at the top of the sport. I think what the exodus we've seen the last 48 to 72 hours suggests that uh, there's going to be a, a rebuild, uh, a rebuild in store at Alabama. Well, I think there's a couple of points here. Number one, just because these guys are in the portal doesn't mean that Alabama won't get them back. Now, the overwhelming odds are you're not going to get all of them back, but you can still you can still get some of them back. And then the other question, though, that I have, and I think this is a legitimate question because I saw, I believe, Cobb Bud Elliott brought, brought this up on Twitter. Was Alabama getting a discount on some players because they wanted to go play for Saban with the idea of, I go play for Saban for a year that will raise my draft stock, whatnot. Like, it's, I'm essentially taking a slight pay cut here, but it's going to play out for me in the end. I, I'm very curious to know if that was actually true because if that is true, that does make it a much, a much different aspect or a much different situation for DeBoer because. I'm kind of still under the proposition that maybe Alabama's not playing with the Texas budget or, you know, a USC-type budget, but they're still, you know, a top-10-type budget. But if that's not the case, well, then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tougher job than probably the expectations are. Yeah, that's right. I think Alabama, for a long time, was getting the Saban discount on players. A guy who maybe, let's say, kid from South Carolina, five-star prospect. Well, uh, South Carolina is, is backing up the Brinks truck, house for mom, you know, you name it. Well, Alabama um, maybe doesn't have to go that far because maybe the kid knows Alabama's track record and says, you know what, I'm, I'm going to play for Nick. And, uh, I, yeah, that, that, that effect has been entirely lost in this coaching transition. And, you know, this is the first time Kevin DeBoer has ever worked in the SEC. Um, the two defensive hires that he's made that have made headlines in the last uh, couple of days are, are not guys with recent experience in the SEC who recruited anybody that's currently on the yeah. Alabama roster. So uh, from a defensive standpoint in particular, 
because that's what Nick Saban's program was most widely known for. They face a long battle just towards rebuilding the reputation. I, w- I want to know who DeBoer's player getter is. Who's his player getter? Yeah, and the, the South and Alabama head coach. It's a nice story that you convinced the South Alabama head coach. Well, Kane, to come be Kane a cool- does have SEC experience. I know. Kane was at Ole Miss. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.